Welcome to the Refresh from Insider presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Dave Smith. It's Friday, July 22nd, and we're the podcast that updates whenever there's news, all day, every weekday. Here's the latest. 187 minutes, lasting from 1.10 p.m. to 4.17 p.m. That's what last night's January 6th committee hearing put under the microscope. Those were the minutes during which Donald Trump did not ask his supporters to stop the assault happening at the U.S. Capitol. Instead, he sat in his private White House dining room watching the riot unfold on Fox News. Everyone around him, his top advisors, his children, urged him to call for an end to the riot, but he refused. Republican committee member Adam Kinzinger put it plainly. The mob was accomplishing President Trump's purpose, so of course he didn't intervene. Here are some of the hearing's highlights. The committee played never-before-seen video and audio of Secret Service detail for Vice President Mike Pence, trying to get him safely out of the Capitol while the mob surged nearby. Remember, they were chanting, Hang Mike Pence. An unnamed White House security official heard the radio traffic that day and said it sounded like Pence's security feared for their lives. It's a little hard to hear because his voice has been disguised. But there were calls to um, say goodbye to family members, so on and so forth. It was getting, for, for whatever the reason was on the ground, the BPP tell thought that this was about to get very ugly. Donald Trump finally released a video on Twitter at 4.17 p.m. asking the crowd to leave the Capitol. That's the video where he also said to the violent mob, We love you. You're very special. But a blockbuster moment came when the committee played outtakes of Trump recording a short speech the next evening on January 7th. It included several flubs. I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack yesterday. Yesterday is a hard word for me. And then, one of the most revealing moments of the hearing so far. Remember, this is after the attack and Congress's late-night certification of the election. But this election is now over. Congress has certified the results. I don't want to say the election's over. I just want to say Congress has certified the results without saying the election's over, okay? Former First Lady Melania Trump claims she was, quote, unaware of the January 6th riot as it was happening. That's what she told Fox News in an interview. She says at the time she was busy fulfilling her official duty as First Lady to archive the contents of the White House. Trump blamed her chief of staff, Stephanie Grisham, for not keeping her informed. But Grisham tweeted out a screenshot of a text exchange between her and the First Lady from January 6th. In it, Grisham Grisham asks Melania Trump if she'd like to condemn the violence, to which she responds, no. Today and every day, we're updating the refresh from Insider as news happens. So check back whenever you want to know the latest. Coming up, we'll talk monkeypox, what it is and who is most at risk. WebEx is driving hybrid work by ensuring almost anyone, almost anywhere can be seen, heard, and have the ability to contribute equally. Learn more at webex.com slash hybrid work. 
The far-right channel One American News has lost its last major cable provider. Verizon announced it's dropping the network come July 31st. The company says the decision was based on economics, that OAN couldn't agree on fair terms. This is another major blow for the pro-Trump channel. DirecTV dropped it earlier this year. It's also still dealing with lawsuits from voting machine companies for having spread lies about their role in the 2020 election. The BA5 variant is running rampant, monkeypox is spreading, and now there's polio. A person in New York has been diagnosed with polio, the first U.S. case in nearly a decade. The unvaccinated adult first started showing signs of weakness and paralysis a month ago. You shouldn't worry too much, though. People who are vaccinated are not at risk, but there is no cure for polio. That's the sound of Representative Lee Zeldin, who's also the Republican candidate for governor in New York, being attacked during a campaign event on Thursday. Spectrum News shared the video. Zeldin was giving a stump speech on the bed of a truck just outside Rochester when a man jumped on stage with a sharp weapon and dragged Zeldin to the ground. The man was eventually subdued and Zeldin was not injured. We've been trying to reach you concerning your car's extended warranty. That robocall sounds familiar, right? Well, now the FCC is cracking down on these auto warranty spam calls. The agency has identified the culprits behind more than 8 billion illegal messages since 2018 and will now require U.S. phone providers to block them. If the scorching temperatures and oppressive humidity got you down, I have some bad news for you. The heat wave is expected to continue until the end of July. In the week ahead, 85% of Americans could see temperatures fly past 90 degrees, and millions might endure temperatures in the triple digits. Oh, and the humidity will likely make it all feel even hotter. So just stay safe out there. Monkeypox is here. The first case popped up in May in Massachusetts. Fast forward a couple months, and now over 2,000 people have been infected in almost every state. That's according to the CDC. I have been recently um, confirmed to have monkeypox. So my name's Matt. I have monkeypox. This shit sucks, and you don't want it. People have been coming forward on social media, talking about their diagnosis, like Dr. John on TikTok. Do you want to learn about monkeypox? Because I got it. And most of those people are gay men, even though health officials say monkeypox can affect everyone. I spoke with Michael Goff, the founder of Out Magazine and the current editor and owner of another LGBTQ news publication, Toll Road. He was diagnosed with monkeypox around the 4th of July weekend while in Provincetown. I had the flu that you've probably heard about with um, fever and aches and all that for two days. And then I had just a few of the pox on my chest. The pox he's referring to is sometimes called lesions or a rash. Basically, they're small bumps on the skin that look similar to pimples or blisters, but they can be extremely painful. Goff had a mild case of monkeypox, but others have gotten it much worse. Usually, people can see lesions in what Goff calls... Under the Speedo area. That's around the genitals and even inside the anus. I've heard some of the most unbelievable descriptions. You know, people having trouble eliminating and bleeding and just really horrible, horrible stuff. And you have to quarantine until every lesion heals, which typically takes three weeks, but it can vary. 
Now, the virus spreads through skin-to-skin contact, but right now it's mainly spreading through sex. It's not easy to catch. But that could change. And critics say public health officials aren't doing enough to stop it. You see, people who are at higher risk, mostly men who have sex with other men, and more on that in a minute, need to get vaccinated. The vaccine is safe and FDA approved for treating smallpox and monkeypox. It's 85% effective for this, which we've all learned from COVID, means you can still get it. It just won't be as bad. But for many, it's been extremely difficult to get the vaccine for a number of reasons. And you've heard them all before. Limited supply, failure to order enough when the outbreak first started, and now lots of demand. People have been waiting for hours for those rare appointments. And Goff doesn't know what to make of the healthcare system's response to the outbreak. I'm sort of shocked and surprised. I know plenty of people that work in public health, and they are sort of shocked and surprised. Everyone's very aware of what's happened in the past, in the near past and the, and the more distant past. There's another thing. Goff says health officials are sending the message that monkeypox can affect anyone. And it can, but it's not. Right now, the virus is disproportionately spreading among gay and bisexual men. They account for 96% of cases, according to the Washington Post. So Goff says the warning that anyone can get monkeypox might miss the people who need to hear it most. I don't know that you'd see other communities lining up to get vaccinated so readily. This is a community that's been saved by science before. That was during the AIDS crisis in the 80s. So Why are public officials still not targeting gay men with direct messaging? Well, in part, Goff says, because of stigma. They don't want to repeat the mistakes of the AIDS epidemic and stigmatize gay sex or have people think of monkeypox as a gay disease. We're not going to shame people and call them animals for being sexually active. It's a normal part of life. And what many of you That's Dr. John again. He's known as that gay doctor on TikTok. He was diagnosed with monkeypox in June, and people flooded him with hateful comments, calling him a wild animal. There is not a single disease, infection, anything that stops outside your body and asks you your sexual orientation before it decides to infect you. That does not happen. Goff agrees and says there's no such thing as a gay disease. You catch this from a virus. Two men having sex does not create monkeypox. To be clear here, to stop the spread of monkeypox, Gov says health officials need to prioritize the health of the LGBTQ community first, while also managing the stigma. It's a tall order, and the window to get the right messaging out to the right people is closing. Goff is fully healed and out of isolation, so his main goal now is to do just that, especially warning young people about monkeypox. You don't want this. And I think we need to take it seriously and we need to do what we need to do, which is get vaccinated and cool your jets. You can check out Michael Goff's work on Toll Road. Be sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. The Refresh from Insider is produced by Frank Alito, Grace Eliza Goodwin, and us, Rebecca Ibarra. And Dave Smith. Carrie Donahue is our executive producer. Andy Bowers is the head of audio. And we had help this week from Alan Habercheck. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful weekend.